systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Today is Friday, May 4th, 2012, and my name is Matt. I'm Ian. Ian! I'm oh, new Holy here. shit. This is my first time. I should have introduced you. Jamholia, this is Ian of the Hotbox. What up, brother? Yeah, be gentle. This is episode 574 of ha- the Jamholia. Have you listened to the intro wave that you play 570 times? Yes. That same one yes. since the very beginning. Uh, it changed once uh, around episode four or five, and it's been the same ever since. Ooh, wow. Which, I, I don't know. We got, if you notice, if you guys go to uh, thejamhole.com, you'll notice the site looks a little different. Version 3.0. We've been doing this show since February of 08. It is now May, it is now May 4th, and my friend, yeah. May the 4th be, be with, with you. me. And you as well. And also with you. And go in peace right. and serve the Lord. So you said that that, that was a, a major internet kind of... Uh, uh, a weird uh, little... Uh, kind of a, yeah. your... your uh, a meme, if you will. Okay. And we know as from the South Park episode that, you know, kids die all the time from, from carelessly memeing. So just, if you're out there, memeing, just be careful. Why have I never heard of that? I mean, I've spent a considerable May amount 4th? of time on the web. Are you a Star Wars? Maybe you're on the no, different circles. I'm a Star then. Wars nerd. That's why. I'm not either, but people that I write with for like a new domain or groovy post, they absolutely are. Wow. That's yeah. interesting that Isn't that's it? a it's... thing. You know, like I, I never heard of that one before. It's... But memeing and Chuck Norris jokes I'm quite familiar with. Right. Sure, sure. It's also known as Star Wars Day. Uh, May 4th is considered a holiday by Star Wars fans. To celebrate, you guessed it, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yay. Awesome. So, should I go home and watch a Star Wars movie? Is that kind of what today have is? Ever... Kind of like celebrating 420. Like, on May 4th, you have to watch a Star Wars movie. Like, on 420, you got to smoke some herb. Yeah. And then, you know, and, on, and on, on Christmas, you Hitler. open presents. On sure. Thanksgiving, sure. you eat turkey and cranberry sauce. You know, so so May fourth, you watch a Star Wars movie. Is that kind of the point here? Yeah, I think so. George. Well, I don't celebrate holidays, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, fuck it, (laughs) fuck it. (laughs) Not watching. Sorry, Lucas. Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go home and watch porn instead. Star Wars culture. (laughs) They honor the films. Uh, It's called Star Wars Day because of the popularity of a common pun spoken on this day. Since the phrase "May the Force be with you" is a famous quote often spoken. In Star Wars films, fans commonly say, oh, bear with me, may the fourth be with you on this day. <sighs> Fucking Star Wars fans. Current day Star Wars fans were not the first to introduce the line, may the fourth be with you, uh, when Margaret Thatcher was elected Britain's first female prime minister on May 4th, 1979. Her party placed a advertisement in the London Evening News that said, and I quote, 
May the fourth be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. So I think if we want to hold true to the original roots of Star Wars Day, we should it should be said, May the fourth be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, yeah. You should start that meme. There you go. Do it. Make there you it. go. Your your first um your first uh, what is that called? And uh, if we subscribe to the the learnings and teachings of biocentrism, now that I have made it reality, it will become You're becoming reality. a tradi- a traditionalist. I am wow. becoming a biocentrist the more I read that fucking book. You still haven't finished that book? No, I'm almost there though. I'm I've Dude, you've been reading that book for like six months. I've been reading that book for like a week, but I've had it in my possession for six months. Yeah, no, dude, I have no time to read. I try to squeeze it in. Uh, like you don't today. have time to cook. I know you have neighbors come over and make you burritos. She wasn't my neighbor, but God, could you imagine if she was? <laughs> <laughs> Life would be fantastic. <laughs> oh man, interesting. Yeah, you know, it's. I, I'm not complaining. Uh, in 05, uh, an interview on German news channel N24, Star Wars creator George Lucas was asked to say the famous sentence, may the force be with you. He told everybody to go fuck themselves. I bet he did. Uh, the interpreter simultaneously interpreted the sentence into German as, am for my sin, we are bien hung. We shall be with you on May 4th, which was uh, not at all. The same. Uh-uh. Nice Germany. Um, nice one, Ger- Germany. Bunch of uh, Mr. Lucas is kind of an interesting character. Like he's he doesn't a- he doesn't necessarily appreciate Star Wars as much as his fans do, and which is he is moderate. I felt uh, reading his character that he was moderately embarrassed that that's why he's famous. Do you think? Yeah, he's, like, that's of- like that's not what he was expecting when he made Star, Star Wars. Well, what, and he, what else has he done that was like? Can can anybody name another George Lucas film? Uh, Without googling it, uh, no. Yeah, wait, wait. Um, I was gonna say E.T., but that was now, Spielberg. Yeah, but now here's the thing: is that a I'm movie that he personally has done, or a movie that his company Lucas Arts has produced? Isn't does it matter? Well, because name Luke- either or. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, exactly. So is that why he's angry? Is he just Probably. so pissed about that? Well, there he was. Uh, he, I, he was in South Park episodes, getting made the fucking fool. Sure, I've watched an interview. Um, and Indiana and, Jones, that was him. There you go. See, I didn't know that. Also, him. Star Wars Episode Six, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Two, and Star Wars Episode Four. Of course. So Indiana Jones and Star and Wars. This is the Imitaba, the IMDb.com, known for. He was nominated for four Oscars, another 28 wins, 23 nominations. Known for Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Star Wars. Thank you, IMDb. So what other movies has he done, or is that it? Indiana Jones and Star Indiana Wars? Indiana Jones, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, <laughs> Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Does that of course. Uh, oh, George Lucas. Um, yeah, bunch of multiple versions and characters of Star Wars. You have the Ewoks and the droids and the Yoda series and the sure, Star Wars. sure, I mean, blah, just, but see, that's not him personally. That's his company, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So those two, <laughs> those two film fram- franchises is what has made George Lucas so well known. Right. 
and video games. I mean, they do a lot. Yeah, but do you think it's that all Star Wars based though? Do you think that George it's Lucas weird. is hanging out with the computer programmers that are designing a video game? I think George. Or do you think that his? I don't know. You know, like Star Wars reps or his management team is more involved. I think nowadays he's probably not as involved as he was, unless it it has to do with re-releasing Star Wars. <laughs> I think other than that, let's you know, not really. That's interesting. It so is. he's done That's Star weird. Wars, Star Wars, and Star Wars. And more <laughs> Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, what about like, um, um, what about Hook? Was that him? Uh huh. That was all right. Okay, I enjoyed that film. Um, when I was what a about kid. Labyrinth? Yeah. That was okay, right. that, that was, was a pretty him? good one too. Huh? That was. I thought David Bowie wrote that one. Um, he was the producer. David Bowie was no. Oh, George Lucas okay. was the producer. Yeah. Willow. He produced that movie as well. Yeah. See, the, these are all movies that. I was fairly young when they came out, so I don't really remember like that. That was him, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they were they were decent films. Would you say though he should be better known for Willow or something else other than than? Um, I think Star Wars made him the most money, right? Oh, I I guarantee it, absolutely. Um. He's made some short films, but yeah, yeah. the movies that he's written all based on Star Wars. <laughs> the movies that he's written actually like produce the storyline is Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Hook, Willow, and that's it. Yeah. American Graffiti. What's up? I don't it's a movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If you're a diehard Star Wars fanatic, Today would be the day to consider what an impact George Lucas's space opera has had, not only on J.J. Abrams, Josh Whedon, the guys at Pixar, and, you're in my favorite, the Lady Gaga, but also on science, philosophy, and politics. It's interesting. Hmm. Do, you, do you think it's... Um, here, I should try and find the the post. I mean, if there's someone that someone looks up to, I mean, a successful movie producer, I guess that's better than some other people's role models sure, or sure. mentors or where people get philosophy from. What yeah, you- yeah. I mean, people pull philosophy out of their asses. I feel like that's a lot of people. I think a lot of people it's don't rare. even know what philosophy is. Sure. They think it's a subject that you study in school. No, I philosophize God. <laughs> like, okay, well, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you, you certainly do. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fun. Do you think that a born-again Christian, like, how hard would you have to try to forget? Like, you know, to be a born-again Christian, like, I really feel like you have to acquire a new sense of ignorance. Like... I, I didn't think that ignorance was something that you could gain. You know what I mean? I think ignorance was like the absence of you knowledge. Were, you were born into. Or just like the absence of knowledge. But once you learn something, can you really lose it? Yeah. You know when Yeah, you, you really can? can. If you just you learn something and then you so just like the don't fact that use it ever. Then you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it is what I was always but Yeah, saying. but I'm saying that a born again Christian has to like forget about 
or or not always. They maybe have not to forget, be, but be able to rationalize, not considering that information. They have to be so desperate and hard up that all rational thought is out the window or taking second seat to the hope and prayers of something greater. And people are fucking retarded to do that. Why do you? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I found God like, in jail. You know, like okay. Well, it's anything that says you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you apologize and then in the same vein says that the the creator, the almighty creator, his happiness, this omnipotent being's happiness is based on how many of us are on his dick. Like that it something seems fishy is, is all I'm saying. That's that's the part that's instituted Weird. by man. So there was an interesting Thought on uh, the oh yes, your caller, you're live on the jam hole. God, I've been taking a call in forever. What's up? Uh, MDS in the house. MDS, what's going on, brother? Not much. Glad to see. Hey, hold on. Hey, your connection is terrible. Call back. Can you call back on a landline? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Call us back. Okay. MDS. He he had some thoughts on an article we discussed on the Hotbox uh, last week or the week before. Uh, from the Wall Street Journal. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But real quick, while he's calling back, there, there was a, a post on here, and they said, uh, what does this have to say about the political commentary of it? And I said that it seems like politically our leaders are a bunch of Siths who embrace the dark side, and now we wait for the force to get off its lazy butt and come be with us. And everybody applauded, <laughs> basically. Like... That's there was an interesting because it came out in the late seventies and communism, sure. Russia, like that yeah. whole Siths, right, right? Just minus the lightsabers, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Hmm. What do you think? Are we go? Are we moving towards that? Or are we you know, I have a really hard time relating to that uh, train that that uh, philosophy because I, you know, I. I I've only seen the Star Wars movies like maybe once or twice. Right, right. Yeah. The, the new it. ones, only one time. The old ones, maybe twice. Sure. Like once when I was a kid and then once before we started watching the new ones. MDS, what's up? Hello, MDS. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, sorry. I just realized I had a lot going on on my internet, but uh, that's a story <laughs> for another day. Um, wanted to talk to you guys about your discussion last show on the Wall Street Journal article called The Marijuana Exception. Do you remember that discussion? Yeah, and bef- before we shift gears, we were just wrapping up May the 4th Be With You. Do you have uh, – because you, you probably remember this better than we do real quick. When What what do you think about the political commentary that the Star Wars was is now and was back then? Like, do you, do you, did you relate to that at all, or? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Star Wars? Okay, anyway, today's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. I didn't know either. Ian. Wall Street Journal. Okay, yeah, the marijuana exception. Okay. I think I brought that up, didn't I? Yeah, we covered it. In okay. The- yeah, so uh, you you guys uh, talked about this article, and I, I thought it, you, you kind of missed a lot of the points. And that I, happens. I, I wanted to bring you back to it, and uh, if, if you guys are up for it, yeah, uh, you you feel like it? Yeah, we, yeah. Sure. Um, the, the the article was, and and I I think you missed a lot of it because I'm I'm sure you read the article online, and it was a fairly 
brief article written very um, uh, without a lot of words to it, and and that's because it was a sidebar to a larger article, and I know this because I get the Wall Street Journal in my driveway every day, and it was, the sidebar was to a larger larger article called Rethinking the War on Drugs. Prohibition and legalization aren't the only choices when it comes to drugs. Proven programs can greatly reduce the harm caused by hardcore users and reduce our prison population, too. So the, the, the main article, which was a feature article, was proposing something in, in between legalization and prohibition. And then the sidebar that you focused on was talking about the exception to that, which is marijuana. And so I think it was a very positive article, especially for a conservative um, uh, media like the Wall Street Journal, really talking about the prospect of marijuana legalization. Hmm. Okay. So, and, and um, so, like, a couple things. So, so, yeah, go ahead. So that's the first thing is just to put that that brief sidebar in context of the larger larger article. Okay, so there's more information that we did not have. Okay, or if, um, or this particular the, the, article the, may have been out of context, ahead. not included in with the other articles in the printed medium. Like if you are if you are taking you know like I just took the the article for itself and if you have other articles around it that are about a related topic maybe there's more context because if you read the one about the war on drugs and then you read the one about the marijuana exception like they go hand in hand but if you only see one or the other you have a different uh, uh, conceptual idea of what the article is talking about. Uh huh. But- the next thing I thought you missed was their point about tax evasion and, and how likely it would be that that there would be a large amount of tax evasion if you taxed marijuana so heavily that you brought the price back up to a three or four hundred dollars an ounce that it is now. Um, and and the the point that they made was about cigarettes and that a pack of cigarettes weighs just about an ounce. And there is indeed widespread tax evasion now because there are several dollars a pack differential in in state taxation, say between North Carolina and New York, there might be a three or four dollar difference in, in tax. And so you can make three or four dollars by driving that one ounce of cigarettes up a few hundred miles up up the highway. Right, but but and people do that here all the time. They go to the reservation, or they go to uh, that place in Idaho that you can get them for cheap. And mm-hmm. I mean, they don't even right. think about it. Like the duty free shops, too. Yeah, exactly. You know that kind of thing. Um, the, the, there's one thing about that is that uh, <sighs> the article, if you're if you want are curious, the, the we tax, talked about it in episode 115 of Baja Box. Yeah. Okay. So the tax that's included on a pack of cigarettes, yeah, sure, sure it weighs about an ounce, but you get like. An ounce of cannabis, of course, is is going to um, produce more of a of an effect for a longer period of time than a pack of cigarettes, you know. And so, like, it's the, a different, different, right? And so, to bring, if you were going to tax cannabis to bring the price up to what it is on the street value now, like, what does it actually cost to produce it? Like, does I mean, it's it varies so much that there's not really a 
uh, a status quo, but there is for tobacco. They, they know exactly how much it costs them to produce this pack of cigarettes or this carton of cigarettes. And with cannabis, and since it's not being commercially produced, we there's not like a... a uh, there's not like a magical number of how much it costs to produce an ounce. Yeah, some people will say 120 bucks. Some people will say 80. Some people say 20. I mean, that's all over the board. And so to tax something to bring it up to that um, that street value price as as if it needs to, and then even then, like you got different street prices in different parts of the country. Right, but but the the point of this article was really. Uh, it, an economic analysis of what the price of marijuana would be if it were legalized and what what the, the economic effects of that would be. And they predicted um, that the price would drop by more than 80%. In other words, it would be five times cheaper than it is now. And then they went from there to start projecting what that would do to demand. And they, they made what is a, a self-evident statement that really they didn't, provide any justification for it because they didn't need to, and they said if the price dropped, the demand would increase. And you guys seem to take a lot of issue with that, and you did not believe that the price would, or that the demand would increase if the price dropped. And that's just basic, basic economics. No, because our point is with this, well, my point at least, I don't want to speak for Ian, but p- marijuana is something that... I feel like the people, unless you're talking medical, where because there was a legal issue, people are like, oh, I started trying it because it's legal now. Then the normal everyday smokers, I feel like everybody, it's not, like people smoke regardless of the price. It, it's something that a lot of people do. They, they get their food, they get their cigarettes, they get their weed, and then their, their, their cannabis, excuse me. And they're on their way. I don't think if if it was cheaper, a bunch more people would be like, "Oh my god, I can now afford this." Like, I mean, well, people, people, uh, I don't know. If you want to use cannabis, you're going to pay for whatever it costs. And if if you don't use cannabis, it's probably not necessarily. You might not be able to use it as often. The reason because you can't afford it, but you still are a cannabis user. I see that the reason most people don't use don't. Most people don't smoke weed because they can't afford it. Most people don't smoke weed because they don't like the way it makes them feel, because they get piss tested at work, because... It's the, illegal. It's illegal. Yeah, I've really... I, it's... Well, I don't know. And maybe it's different state I, to state, because some states have uh, harsher penalties for it than others, but I still, people smoke weed in every state. And because it's cheaper, I don't think more people will. I, and well, is what I was getting I, at is I, I that I disagree strongly, and and the article thinks that it's so obvious that they don't even bother explaining it. It's just basic economics one on one. Well, listen, more weed will get cheaper, smoked. People are going are going to use more of it. And end of story. Now you can talk about how much that effect is, and that's called the, the elasticity of demand. And you you can think about well, what, some some things are highly variable with respect to price and others are not. And, and we, we can go into why I think marijuana is actually fairly elastic compared to a lot of things. In other words, a, a, a certain drop of price will lead to a large increase in demand. Well, no, well, no, 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 no. We're, on, we're not on the same page yet. 
See, what the article says is that finally, it is clear that legalization will greatly decrease price and therefore increase the number of both recreational and heavy users. And is what you're saying is that with the price being dropped, there's going to be more volume of product being sold. Correct. I agree. Now, what the article is saying is that it's going to create new recreational and new heavy marijuana users. It's going to increase the number of actual users. And yes, there may be a small increase of people, but I think that if someone wants to use cannabis, they're using it. And there, there is a small margin of people that don't use it because it's illegal, but a vast majority of people that are interested in cannabis use it regardless of the law. You are correct with saying that with the price going down, there would be more consumption. Is What I'm saying is that the price going down isn't going to necessarily... The price going down isn't going to create drug users. Like, it being legalized would create users, but the price going down is going to have a very small effect on creating new consumers. Now, the amount that the current consumers are utilizing would go up because they could afford more of it. But I think is what I was trying to say during the previous episode is that the price going down isn't what's going to create new or new to the substance customers is what's going to produce new to the substance customers. Is it being legalized or being like taking the, the legality, the legal fear out of using cannabis, not lowering the price. Well, but they go hand in hand. This talks about how when it gets legalized, the price is going to go down. Right, but the, it's not the price going down that's going to create new users. It's it's it being legal that would create the new users. Because if because if it was just legalized and the price didn't go down, there would still be the same increase of cannabis users. But because it's cheaper, those of us that or already smoke weed are going to smoke more weed because we can afford it. Like you said, yeah. I smoke the amount of weed I allegedly smoke because of my finances. You know, it's there's other outside variables that, you know, are dependent or that make this dependent on, you know, how much I can afford, how accessible it is. And, you know, and it, that's different state to state. Um, oh, what's another point about the article that you would like to discuss? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, that, that's about it. But I, I, I appreciate your distinction between the, the effect of the price going down and, and the effect of it, of it being legalized. And also your distinction between are, are the same smokers using more or are they getting new smokers coming in? But I, I think there would be a large number of new smokers because I, I think a lot of people would rotate from, and, and the article talks about this, they would rotate from, from currently legal things like alcohol over, over to weed, and that that would generate a, a, a large number of new, of new users. I also think that you underestimate the, the effect of legal versus non-legal has on a lot of people. A, a lot of people who are older, maybe they have families, maybe have more responsibilities, um, have a lot more to lose if, if they do get busted or, or even just, just arrested, much less convicted of, and of, of a drug charge. MDS, we see and, a lot. And, and, those... and, and I think, so I, I think legalization could create a whole new class of users. Yes, it would. Those people are smoking the synthetic pot. They're smoking the the K two, the spice, the some. fake weed. Some of them, right? You know, some people do seek out an alternative. Yeah, 
Um, I, I'm just saying that uh, about the yeah. I, I I mean I understand what you're saying, and and the, we'll talk the distinctions more about it on the hotbox tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm glad because we were. I'm sorry we did this on on this show, but we we've been trying to to catch a time where me and Ian and MDS were were able to to talk about this. So I'm I'm glad that. Well, Ian, well which show is this? I'm on by the way. This is the Jam Hole, sucker. This is the Jam Hole. I thought this was the uh, Hotbox. No, I uh, no, I said me and Ian were going to do an, a a Jam Hole show. Oh well, then kaboom! The fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we're gonna do a hop, a hop tomorrow box. night. Well, cut, well, you know, cut and paste this out of this show and put it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just roll it, roll the tape. <laughs> maybe, maybe we will. Who knows? Now, I think a lot of jam hole listeners smoke weed, and and uh, and it's all good. So. The one positive thing about the article before we change the subject here mm-hmm. was that in the Wall Street Journal it said that the debate about gateway effects when young people experiment with marijuana is bitter and unsettled, but claims of a pharmacological link to the use of other drugs seem to be seem to have been overplayed in the past. Like that's 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 where the Wall Street Journal I think has done something beneficial for the cannabis culture by and like you said it's a conservative uh, uh publication and so even going that far with the old gateway uh claims I I think that that's very generous of their um of their publication. Yeah, absolutely, and and it, it was also in the context of of the whole uh, thing in in Cartagena, where the the the, uh, the OAS or whatever it is, where all these uh, state leaders are, are lobbying Obama to to legalize uh, drugs and get rid of this war on drugs, and that was going to be the whole centerpiece of that meeting in Cartagena until the Secret Service agents went crazy, hmm. and then that all got lost. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. All right, let's let's change the subject and move on to um, engagement. You have a story, Matt. Well, first, actually, all right. Thanks, MDS. Thanks, MDS. And we'll be on okay, Hotbox holla. tomorrow night. Holla, Hotbox tomorrow night. Absolutely. All right. First, this is real time. This just came in via the Jamhole Facebook group or page. I don't know which. The group. No, the page. Facebook.com slash the Jamhole Podcast. You know. Teletech. Yes, I do. Uh, a, a, a lady, I guess, is... This is all over the internet. There is... And I, I just saw this. Somebody sent it to me because I used to work at Stream I, and I worked at Teletech. I think my story is long enough to get an iPod. It's the same as everyone else's story. Next. Right. Well, no, I, I did training long enough to right. afford the iPod. There's a lot games. of people that do that. Oh, okay, cool. Just go uh, to the okay, training so- where they don't actually have to work. It's just kind of like cattle in a... I'll put a link to this in the chat if you want to watch it. It's a video. This one is an hour and 11 minutes, and it's called Teletech Exposed. Oh, I watched this already. Did you? Oh, I love this video. Oh, my God. I love. Okay, so here's the thing is that this documentary is made to to expose Teletech. She just sent this to me. I don't know if that's the lady that's in it. Whoa. Okay, so here's the thing is that this, this documentary... If you can call it that, is it is, all like BS? Because I left a no, comment and I was like, "This Teletech isn't Google. Like all call centers are shit." And you wonder why they're getting outsourced to India because Americans bitch too much. Well, not only that, but like, so they have three people that they interview. 
Okay. Do you know For, names? Because no, I probably no. know some of them. Oh. I, I I was laughing too hard. Nice. Okay. So as a as a this previous is under news and politics, by the way, in YouTube, I'm so. sure it's because they're trying to. Right. Th- I know, th- I'm I know. sure it's someone that is disgruntled about being a teletech employee. Okay. And so they're out. They're they're lashing out against their previous employers. But now here's. Here Finance is, your independent films through crowdfunding. Here is the downfall film. that this filmmaker is it has fallen into. Okay, is that the three people that he interviews? I wouldn't hire to sweep up floors. Okay, <laughs> the three people he interviews are the most fucking idiotic, oh. ignorant fucks I've seen in a long time. And Fair so enough. Fair is enough. what this video has done to not only myself but other people that I know have seen it. Sure, it has. Grown my respect for Teletech and made because a if they hire people like that, Props. more power to them. Tax write-off. And those three people in this documentary that are bitching about their job and their life and everything else, Mike Dapler. They are very fortunate to have an employer like Teletech to bring them on board because right? otherwise, right? they don't have a job. Walmart, and so McDonald's. I mean, I don't think I, I so. I see what you're saying. I don't think Walmart would hire these three wow. people. Wow, that level? Absolutely not. I need to watch this. After they the would rather increase their number of handicapped people so it looks but, better on paper than hire these fucking idiots. Now, just, these are they're they're three trailer real trash quick, ignorant idiots. I want to give you some background, and I just literally like I just found this link to another video is a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Unionize Teletech Kalispell, Montana. Now, is so the video propaganda to unionize Teletech? It's a waste of someone's time. The goal of this page is to use it as a tool to organize the employees of the Teletech Kalispell Call Center into a local union. Please contact the CWA at cwa-union.org. I've heard two kinds of responses. From people that work at Teletech. Huh. They either like their job and it's okay, or they fucking hate it. I used to think that they used to put something in the water to encourage inter-office breeding, and I thought Teletech at one point in time was raising an army of the dead. God, can I have some of those drugs you're on? Yeah, actually. Because that's a really interesting thought. Gave you one earlier. Okay. Well, yeah, I know, Um, but like, I I usually don't. My first thought isn't that this company is breeding army. Well, I know. It's God's army. I saw weird. We're gonna reelect Bush. Forming within, and I get people in offices date, but it was like, it was weird. It was there was a weird. Was it like a dating carousel? Kinda. It was like speed. Dating, but it took like two weeks instead of two minutes. Right. So right. this this lots of phone sex. I'm sure. Oh, I bet. Hey, how can I help you? How can I hump you? I <laughs> uh, just drooled. Hmm. Uh, so, Shelly McGuire. She says I worked there six years, and let me tell you, I wish you the best. I wish you the best of luck. I was fired for breast pumping and working at the same time. No shit. Wait. So hold on. And I get maybe you're a fan of the show, and please don't let what I'm about to say make you stop downloading our show and writing nice reviews on iTunes. You had your titties out, like at like I'm taking calls and I, I have a, a titty. Did you have your child there also? Uh, do they have a daycare there? I bet they do, huh? 
I have no idea. Can we slow down on the breeding, like, just for a minute? Can I just... Hold I, on. I, this this conversation is going to really get cold because we're talking about I'm breeding sorry. and marriage, and I, I have, I, like, the coldest okay. fucking, like... I'm sorry I s- took us to this unionized teletech. I just thought it was weird that I just got this message, and I'd never seen it. Wait till you watch I'm the video. I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you saw it because I was about yeah. to be like, yeah, fuck teletech. No, I I I, yeah. I have a lot of respect for Teletech for giving people like that jobs yeah. because I didn't understand a lot or of I didn't really. There. I guess like those are <laughs> the like bringing the the questions that these people were asked and their answers. I mean, I was astonished at the things that were coming out of these people's mouths. And that next link is a twenty-two minute film about this also. So I don't know if it's just a clip from within the I longer watched, film. Did I you clicked watch around also? in the hour and a half long one. I clicked around. Okay. Like, so there's an, there's I couldn't that watch the whole thing because I would have been sick sure. to myself <laughs> that, Listen, that? listening Dude, to these people I have to bitch and now. moan that they don't have everything just handed to them in a silver spoon. I can't they're pump. so upset that the guy that owns the company is worth millions and they're only making ten seventy five an hour. I can't breast pump? And That's you can't breast I'm... pump and, and I got fired because I was late to work. You know no what? shit. That's what happens, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And no, you're not worth $10 million because you can't even get to work on time, you dumb fuck. That you're lucky a, you have a job. That's a good point. That you're lucky a, you have a job. Get yeah. off out of the fucking front of, people, of this camera and go back to work. Yeah, a lot of people Go back don't. in there and beg for your job because that's the only place you're ever going to work. Maybe Flathead Industries. Maybe. No. But Maybe. I don't but, think so because they don't actually have a documented disability. That's other true. Other than being an inbred Montanan. Being a blissful, ignorant fuck. They're not blissful though. They're miserable because oh, right. oh I got not kid or buy diapers and 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 Teletech just fired me because because whatever. This is Katie, and in the following video, she talks about her work experience at Teletech. Should we just? I might have to smoke a cigarette. Is this smoke this. break? It is really bad. How long did you wait till you see this? At Teletech. Oh, it's exactly six years. And what dates were you employed with them? From August um, 29 of 2005 mm-hmm. until <laughs> the end of September, I think, or middle September. Of, oh, She's got a baby with her, right? You may- Hold on. Are you breast pumping during the... F- <laughs> yeah, right? I'm still <laughs> breastfeeding. I've seen the uh, Teletech Exposed video, which I produced, oh, and this is the in shirt. that... There was six different interviews. With should have went to the long one and listened to the first girl. It's way better. Is it? This is like round two. This is version two. This is, I this just is after to... he got to read comments and sure. probably find better people to interview. I just wanted to dip in and, and see. Is dip into the original. Did... You're a traditionalist. Or do you... You're, You're right. a traditionalist. You're right. May the fourth no. be with you, The fourth Maggie. is with me, Maggie. Maggie. Congratulations. So listen to the first video. <laughs> okay. There's the first video. This production is dedicated to the 99% of the population who have been... Wait, what? Who have been abused and exploited by the 1%. Right. Long live the 99 now! The guy that owns Teletech isn't even part of the 1%. You know what I mean? Like, he's only... That was pretty loud, but... I'll edit this. Don't worry. I'm sure this is great for live. Sorry, guys. There you go. That's good. That's good. 
some really moody music. Business process outsourcing is a feel-good term the company uses to describe its call center business model. The company is based in Englewood, Colorado, and it has dozens of call centers around the world. This is Teletech CEO Kenneth Tuckman, which rhymes with fuckman. Uh, in 2010, his compensation was $6,074,049. In 07, he was ranked as the 799th richest person on earth with a net worth of just over $1.2 billion. Okay. So he is part of the one percent. Sure. What is the starting wage for a teletech employee? Tell us what. You're a call center. What is the starting wage for nine seventy five an hour? Ugh. Which is better than seven twenty five minimum wage. What's minimum wage, wage in seven twenty five? And so state. Montana. In this documentary, we speak with six former employees about their work experiences at the company's Kalispell, Montana call center. This guy seven thousand twenty five views. Um. They're all Kalispell residents. Christina. How long were you with Teletech? I was with Teletech for about four months. I worked there for and four months. How many people and I really were in your training group when you started? I think there was about 20 in my first class in deposits. And then there was about 21 or 22 that was in my class. And of the people that were in your first class of the deposits, how many were left after the six weeks of training? Um, after the six weeks of training, I think we had about 15 people left. And then when I went over to card services a month and a half later, there was only six of us that was hmm. left out of that class. And then also my credit card class, we all just kind of got lost. There was the 20-something of us. No, she got lost. One person Not everybody, but she card. did. Now, oh, it gets way well. Justin Fan Orange says... If they try to unionize it, it will get shut down and move to India in a heartbeat. Justin Fan Orange also says, come on, what job wouldn't be better with titties out? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's, well, and I mean, you see her, you're like, maybe put, put the work class one at away. the end of nesting. Okay. How much was your starting pay at the company? It started at nine seventy-five. And do you feel 975 is a living wage for the Kalispell area? No, I do not. I- do you feel like then maybe you should have paid better fucking attention in school instead of getting knocked up and doing drugs? <laughs> Sorry. I, I especially having you don't even know. Uh, is this the, the, yeah, no, it gets so much is worse. Is this us doing this girl, the next hour this, of this show just this making girl fun just of her? Fucking Nose dives, and then the guy that's after her can't even answer the stupid questions. Oh, he's God. like, "Oh," and you just Should see, that he's, you just see that he's like so scared that he's gonna fuck something up because he doesn't know the answer to how long did you work there. Oh, hmm. uh, no wonder you don't work there still. Huh. You can't count should to we, two. I almost feel like this should be a special jam hole ex- uh, like inside look where we'll play this. We'll do it like Mystery Science Theater, and we'll play this, and then we'll have we'll lay a commentary track over the top of it and just tear them up <laughs> in a nice, loving fashion, as only the jam hole does. Ting. Listen to what this bitch has to say. Pricing is around here with housing and gas prices going up. I honestly think that about $14 an hour is a good wage for a call center and dealing with the stuff that you have to deal with at Teletech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I give you five minutes 
do something for me that it, you feel is worth $14 an hour. And go. Please get off your knees. Oh, please get. Whoa. That ain't it. That was about nine ninety nine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Now, explain to me how the company's performance-based pay works. The performance-based raises specifically. When I was working there, it was based on uh, the attendance. Uh, pretty much just you being there on time and when you were supposed to be there. Uh, okay, so you get a raise for just showing up on time. Yeah! Oh, I should back up when I do that. Yell back here, Ian! <laughs> He's like, why does Matt always like sit back when he gets loud? Because yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm just no. trying to blow people's eardrums. No, I know you did. I don't ever yell on the other show. I know this is nice, right? Yeah, I don't ever yell. You wanna, you wanna spot? I'll here? chill out, dude. Uh, no, I, I, she needs to be yelled at. Absolutely. I wish we could call her. I'll Skype the fuck out of her, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it almost sounds creepy. I will. Say- in a not in a non bad. in a non creepy way, bitch. I'm gonna Skype the fuck out of you. Let's um, see. I think it was uh, accountability, the accounting time uh, on the phone calls. You had like a certain specific uh, call time. So if you went on a break and you were on a phone call late, you had that accounted time that you had to write in why. So if you go to the bathroom and you don't have permission, you have unaccounted time on the phone. And so based on that, that also kind of averages on whether your raise goes up or down. And then- See, when I worked there, they didn't like it. it. And this was back when it was stream, and it was tech support for internet service. And I knew my shit, and they didn't like it that I would help them with everything. I was like, so, you know, is there anything else? You know, because I would fix the internet shit real quick. And then, you know, and they're like, the point of this is to get them off the phone quickly, not to help fix problems. And I was like, oh, Okay. I thought I was a tech service specialist associate, but I'm I'm just routing calls to the dump. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I can do that. Check this out. My call time? Five seconds. Yeah. Best. Hey, man, you need to call me right back. I'm really busy. I win. Click. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just about to go on break. You know what? And I feel I couldn't dedicate the proper time and, and focus. To- and when I worked there, it was also based on your cues, which was those surveys that they give to the customer. I'll tell you what. She's not very cute. No. And then based on how many 100% cues you actually had. And not 100% either. Would be based no. on not even like 60%. So how realistic do you feel the 75 cent raise was? Like how, how attainable was it's it? It's extremely uh, realistic. You know, as far as accountability, you know, for you being it's there, that's just kind of a natural given. You know, in any job, you kind of have to be there at work. Have you ever gotten a raise... Ever? That's what I'm saying. In your life. How realistic is a 75 cent hmm. raise? That's awesome because sometimes you only get a quarter. I feel or 50 bad cents. that we're taking the side of this big monster corporation call center, but these, like that over these kinds of people, I mean, and I don't want to be, that's not racist, like financialist. I, I don't want to, I don't want to be discriminating because you're an idiot though. I mean, it takes a village to raise one, and we'll look around you, bro. I know that's what I'm saying. Like I want, I want the rest of the world to be exposed more to this than to the the what it was made for. Right. I, I want right. people to see the fucking retards that this place is teeming oh, with. You haven't even gotten to the good part yet. I'm oh, telling goodness. you. You know, you, you're there at a specific time. You leave at a specific time. You make arrangements with management. 
as far as uh, the cues, you know, when they're doing it, it's not all about your customer service. It's also about Bank of America. And so those don't have to do with you. So if the customer is just unhappy with the bank, they're kind of upset about customer service in general. So they're going to give you a bad cue and you didn't really do anything. So it's like giving me a raise based on what a customer you know, says and giving me a raise based on whether or not I went to the bathroom. <laughs> like any other job. Like any yeah. other job. Like any other job. You are going to get a raise because in a customer based service position based on what customers think of your ability I to mean, service them. Would you rather we gave you an IQ test and gave <laughs> you a raise based on that? Because I'm just saying you might not come out on, on 975 would be extremely gracious. Very. You would have to pay gracious. them to hang out in there and enjoy their air conditioning. Right. I'm telling you. Like... Like, she's complaining about having to hold up to standards. When you are an employee somewhere, that, that is, is part of the job. What is that job worth? People in India are doing that job for 38 cents and a goat. Like, you're... Yeah, but with the exchange rate, I mean, they well, probably drive uh, a Mercedes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the goat pulls it, but, you know, it's still a Mercedes. <laughs> Whatever. They just stole the emblem off of a car and branded it on the goat. Giving a raise should be based on the job performance that you do (laughs) as an individual, based on your customer service skills, especially being that it is a call service center, not a, you know, (laughs) you're not doing anything else. Even you know, She was almost going to say not a customer service center. She was, dude. I saw it in her eyes. Oh, my God. I'm getting judged on my ability to service customers, and I'm not blowing them. I know. Whatever to do. I mean, there is that glory hole in the women's bathroom. Looking at any other place, you get raises based on your customer service skills and how well you do with people and how well you do your job. Fate what was the ratio of roaming? Act two. Skip to the next guy. Skip this. Skip to the next person. Okay. The dude that's like, oh, oh, here we go. Oh. I, don't, I don't even know the answer. What's your name? <gasps> I think I know him. Yes, perfect. Can we call that him? Air. Can we Skype Coming him? Coming in through the phone calls and that she was purposely hanging up on people and they ended up firing her. So <laughs> do you do you believe that your friend was terminated because she, because of her maternity leave? I think that part of it might have been about her maternity leave coming up and then probably having a put a little different schedule. And, you know, they also might not have liked her. <laughs> they have their ways of doing that. If they don't like you, they'll try to find ways of... <laughs> Making you miserable, more miserable. Now, be honest. Would you so hire this girl? Fuck no! I wouldn't hire this girl to be a body shield. Yeah, I'm sorry, I mean, but I wouldn't, that's I wouldn't, okay. This is Dan. Dan. How long were you with Teletech? About three and a half months. Okay. Huh? So just over. And how many people were in your training group when you started? The first day, there's supposed to be twenty-one. Um, it must be the next guy that's dumb. This guy actually knows the answers to questions. On the second day, only about 17 of them showed up. So. Okay. Three. So just in the first day or two, you lost a few. And how many people were left after the six weeks of training? Less, uh, I want to say about 10, maybe 9. Okay. Like about half the class is left. What is that? Okay. That's why they hire so many people, because people don't make it. But what does this have to do with anything? Nothing. And I'm sorry if we're spending too much time on this, guys, but like I'm intrigued by this <laughs> that somebody in my town made a YouTube video that wasn't me. <laughs> like that's I'm intrigued by this. 
Even, it's but but I th- really think that it achieved the opposite effect that he was after. Oh well, of course it did because he interviewed three people that I wouldn't I wouldn't trust with a popsicle. I wouldn't bring on the podcast. No, I right. absolutely would. And you would bring would one of those people on the podcast. Act the fuck. I would call them. I wouldn't bring them here. Oh man, please Skype Dan. God, I would love to get one of the we? people that was interviewed. Whoever sent me this link, if you could. Send me their information. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Call them with fake job offers. <laughs> How much was your starting pay? $16 an hour. Oh, my God. And have God. them show up someplace dressed up. Just ready you know to I mean? rock like, and roll. Hey, this is... Uh, have two of them and then just make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dangling them. Pretty it's much. Ter- we are terrible people. You know? Yeah, but that's a great idea. Oh, I know. No, I would pay no. to watch that. And we could keep... Oh, <gasps> I'm telling you. Who is... Oh, my Lord. All right. This this might be... Oh, my God. It's the end of February to the beginning of June. And that was in 2011? Yeah, last year. Okay. Maybe. God, they all look How the many same. people were in your training group when you started? Oh, who gives a okay, fuck? Making calls. Yeah, skip some of that. I'm skipping it all. Oh, I don't recall what they are, but... Some of your metrics can affect the... This guy. Oh, please. How long have you worked there? I'm uh, pretty sure we have 16 or 17. So you... But you start out at $9.75, and depending on your performance, you can make as much as $10.50 an hour. However... Justin Fan Orange in the chat says, has a great point. They say if they don't like 975, they can go flip burgers in Williston for 15. They couldn't make it there. They wouldn't know how to get that far. You would far. get hit by a car. <laughs> like, I don't think they could read a map. And nobody's now, gonna... They probably don't fairness, have the money. Hold on. Hold on. They in probably all, don't have the money to go over there. Right. In all fairness, is it really their fault, though? If you're born it's, retarded, like it's that's no not one your f- else's fault except for your own. But if you're born retarded, there's a line where if you're not, if you can't take care of yourself because you're retarded, like but that's not your not, fault. They don't have a documented mental disability. Says who? <laughs> We're documenting it right now, that's, bro. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess. But, it, but that's, I mean, like, they're just lazy and sure. feel entitled. Yeah, entitled. because you That's haven't good, got to the part yeah. where the the guy tells him, "Do you know the guy that owns Teletech made six million dollars last year or whatever?" What does that what mean? What do you think though? of that? Well, and then I would all, be weary if all he jealous. made a hundred dollars last year, or if he made what you made last year. That yeah. would make me feel. Weird. But they're all jealous. They're like, "Oh well, I don't think that's fair. They're you don't own a big CE- fucking company. Oh. You can't even mop the floor correctly of the big company. Why would you yeah. think that you would even be worth any?" Six. I mean, I know, I know. Maybe let's let's stop there, and I think maybe we'll record just some straight. We'll go through. I'll release an hour long video of us just or me or whoever just talking some shit about this because this is terrible. It really this is. is. Yeah, but I I I, I don't want to waste the last five minutes of the show on that because we, oh, we have, have to so be done many... in an hour. No, we can do for you oh, got okay. time. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. fuck. Okay, it's let's just going to be a cold ride right home. Yeah. Okay. okay, so... um, We have some great, great stories. I mean, not great, but, like, great, you know. Have Have you noticed that a lot of people in your life, uh, like, I, you know, I'm getting, getting close to 30, 
Yeah, I'm and uh, you know when I look at, look at my peers, the people that are around my same age, um, one of these YouTube things videos. does not belong. They're making YouTube videos about teletech, right? Pissed. But if I if I stood in a no, lineup yeah. with all of my peers, you know, I don't like. There's one of these things does not belong, and and I think one of the most common things uh, with people my age is their commitment to another being or another person and in the form of, of, uh, uh, marriage. Okay. Um, and some people that are around my age, around 30 have been married for years. Yeah. Okay. Um, what my, my girlfriend who has been married for like eight or nine years before, you know, right. And, and then got divorced and like, I feel like some of the experiences you miss out at such a young age being married to the same douchebag for so long. Okay. It sucks. But for but more at the heart of this issue is mm, absolutely. Why do you think people get married? Because they're insecure with themselves no. and they want a piece of paper. If you ask if them, you leave me. If you ask somebody oh, that's getting you're married. Why are you getting married? That's why God Why are you marrying me? this person? Cuz God told me to. That's why I'm here. God, okay, there's the one answer. My mom, tradition, I think mainly taxes. Maybe You're not going to really. say love? No, fuck no. You For don't property. Think pe- you don't I'm think- marrying her because she's Spain and I'm England and now yeah, but- we're going to go kick fucking Sweden's ass. Fuck you no. You don't think people get married no. for love? People that are truly in love know it, and they don't need that bullshit to. Well, you need to ask that. more people why they got married. I don't give. You a know fuck. what the answer is? Yeah. Is because I love them. That's bullshit. the answer. That is the most common people answer. Are idiots. That is the most common people answer for why people are getting married. The second most common answer <laughs> is because they're having a child. There you go. It has and that nothing. child is that and is that's Jesus why they're in love. Christ and gonna save this. That's marriage. why they're in love. Yeah. So they get married because they're in love. End quote. The funny thing is, though, they got married for the idea. Right. It's so this is what a, I wanted to talk about. Sure. About uh, uh, oh, real quick, uh, Shelly messaged me back. Shelly from the documentary. Okay. She's. I said, "Wow, no kidding." Dot dot dot. She says, "Not kidding. This happened to me." Wait, you're talking to someone on the documentary? From the documentary? I don't know if she was on the documentary, but she says this happened to her. She's the one that sent me the message about it in the first place. What happened to her? I don't know. She says this happened to me. Happen. Like AJ. Ask her what is this? Or like what happened to you? Are you okay? Can I, What happened uh, to you? Are you okay? Are Question you mark. okay? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. Can I'm I, lost already. Can I call you? <laughs> Send live on the air. You gotta say live on the air. Can Why? I call you on the radio station? No, I'll, I'll edit that in. <laughs> uh, even better. Allegedly. I like it. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's terrible. Sweet. That just opened up a whole nother realm. But no, of possibilities. I think and, and and it used to be like that back in the day where you would have these marriages for treaties, for political gains, oh, and stuff like that. But absolutely. nowadays, the origins of marriage have nothing to do the with gays why people get married, get today. married because they can't. The straights want to get true. divorced because they can. That's why you they, think. But that's not why gays want to get married. The gays want to get married just to be like, nah, we're married. No. Have a party. They just want to be treated like everyone else. Well, at the base. But I mean, there's more. But they're getting married with another same sex person because that. they are in love. That's why people are getting married today. Gays it's don't love Because of an emotion. The gays don't love. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um, but yeah, that, so that's true. So where I'm going with this is that I don't really like I don't subscribe to the the institution of marriage. Like I don't really nope. I don't see the the importance in the rituals that are are exercised. Well, do you see the importance in any ritualistic? Not really. There you go. Me neither. But they, this is a big one because habits maybe, but those aren't really rituals. Right. Right. This is an oddity because do you? Th- how hard is it going to be for me to? You, can you imagine me I trying to sell uh, my girlfriend on this? Oh yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, oh hey, you know. By the way, I don't really agree with the institution of marriage. That's something so maybe. If you, you want to get married in a chapel, you're with the wrong nah. dude. Is that something you maybe discussed prior to? I have definitely Has brought it that ruined up. Ruined it, or have they been like, oh, we'll figure it out then? Uh huh. Uh-huh. No. Will we? No. Will we sure? No, because no, we that's won't like, ever that would be it like out. me asking them and you to will start res- practicing Scientology. You will resent me for it forever. Right. And like, then you'll stop blowing Sure, I'll get married to you in a chapel if we can start practicing Dianetics. Okay? <laughs> and and that's I want anal. I, I want to... You give me anal. If I'm getting married in a church, I better be able to be a polygamist. And get anal. <laughs> get anal. <laughs> but... There are so many people um, right. going out of their way because of the American dream and, how and much children. Money. There's a whole industry built around this silly, silly oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah, wedding planner. What a fucking cool a job singer? would that be I've if DJ'd it was for younger, before. cooler couples? Because you would just be throwing a fancy party, right? Okay, so that's something to consider if you could throw. Good point in the chat, Justin Van Orange. Going back to the teletech thing, he says Danny got fired from there too. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, she did. Awesome. Anyway, um, I just find this interesting um, mm-hmm. because people today don't realize that there is only a few things um, in the past that people ever got married for, and love had nothing to do with it ever. Right? Like, love didn't come into the picture until like the '60s and '70s in the United States, and then love was because, everywhere. You couldn't get it off you because up until women having the right to vote. Up until that moment, when a mar- when a couple got when married, the woman became the man's possession, and so I think this is really interesting. When you were saying that somebody you know is getting married, oh like, yeah, congratulations! Yeah, this is this is my negative rant about. Uh, Don't this listen commitment. to Ian. I'm sure you're making the right. Decision. This is worse Don't. than a ball and chain. Okay, so <laughs> that's why I'm bringing this up because you I know, know someone that's getting married. I hopefully know. they're listening. I know. <laughs> He is. Not. Is that mean? No. To like, like he needs seek to, out a subject like based on the fact that hopefully he needs to hear this because I can't be the one to tell him. So does he believe? Thank you. Is he a Christian believer? Is he? A, I don't, is he no, a godly man? No. It's it's my brother. I don't know if he wants that out there, but he he just sent me a text message, which is cool. Yo, bro, getting married. I'm right? getting. I don't know. Hold on. Let me getting let me hitched. enter my text secure passphrase. That sometimes irritates me and prevents me from checking boy- text messages for while a while. driving? Oh. Well, not only that, but like I'll wait until I have three or four of them. <laughs> Before I'm going to put in my password. <laughs> <laughs> Such a small price to pay for a text message encryption. I mean, I can breathe easy and speak freely to this man via SMS. And you don't... The, you think. I think. You think. <laughs> I have it's no a, It's idea. a good idea. It still makes me nervous. I know. But that's habit. So... 828 this is for longevity mark you're you're going to you're going to thank me for this so i got engaged <laughs> i said 
a half hour later, that a boy, congrats, exclamation point. He said, thank you. You didn't. I said, so what's her name? <laughs> he said, <laughs> <laughs> which I know he's smart. He, he cracked a laugh at that. Right. Because right. I. I that's funny. Do you know her name? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. It, it, that's why it's so like, so oh, okay. what's her Good. name? Ah. Okay. Oh, her. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's cool. He's cool. I, could, I, I, am I the best man? Uh, you do play a role in this Ooh. event. Um, we're going to need to talk about this. You are going to have to participate. So I think it might be a little too soon. Maybe just give a little more time. No, I'm just kidding. I will throw you the most bomb-ass fucking we'll do a podcast bachelor party. He's like, yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We'll do it on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. He'll love it. Podcast hmm. bachelor party. We'll have virtual strippers. Maybe hmm. we can get this chick from Teletech to I'm already bored with your idea. <laughs> I can throw away. I can throw away better party than you can. Mark, you might want Ian as your best man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Virtual strippers, Jesus, bro. Uh, yeah, I know. That's he's a land party Minecraft. It's my brother. Yeah, I mean, come on. They're strippers. You don't want them virtually. If he that's wants like to having get... a blow up doll and considering yourself <laughs> in a commitment. Hey, some people do. I if know he wants do. to get married the next day, they will be virtual. Just saying. Well, he doesn't have to actually no, I, I touch them. I know. They could be in a cage. That's kind of hot. They can touch me, maybe. They could, we could put them in a glass What's box. What's minimum wage for a stripper? Um, well, there's some <laughs> well, cheap answers for sure. <laughs> I can actually give you their number. <laughs> <laughs> Which is followed up by the question, why do you have their number? I know how to throw a party. Fucking A. Can attest to that. Mm-hmm. The best is when one of your friends says, uh, oh, you know that girl that strips? Man, uh, we should all hang out because I really want to know how to dance like that. Would you give her my number and let's hang out? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I think about it. That works okay. Okay. I never actually acted on it because I kind of feel like a dirty old man doing that. D- <laughs> because she was 19 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> jackpot. Yeah, I'm just gonna let that. One All right, slide. let's uh, let's do some amusing, ignorant news. We got a Phoenix woman. She was charged with fraud and theft after the authorities say she told people she had breast cancer and needed treatment so that she could get money from them and then buy breast implants, which. I mean, um, not overall a bad cause. I mean, anything to make titties look better, sure. I'm personally not a fan of fake titties. They look weird, they feel weird, and I'm just... I I don't know. Unless your shit's, like, fucked up. If you're, like, mauled and, like, dark man under there, you know, like, then maybe. But other than that... So she had to steal money. She was 27. She told her former boss she needed a double mastectomy and breast reconstruction. We're just going to build them from scratch, like Minecraft. I think it's three diamonds and a piece of wood, and then you have tits. Um, She uh, was uninsured. She also told the tale to her mother and her grandparents. Grandmama. Pop, pop. Listen. So... 
She got I her need, breasts augmented. She got. And she had to lie about cancer for seven thousand dollars. She got more than eight thousand dollars. I was gonna say like seven or eight thousand dollars. Is that worth going to jail? Jail. At least you got a nice rack in there. Hopefully, you like girls. I'd right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. All right, we have a man pulled Maybe that over. Was the goal. What to go to jail? With nice rats because she likes girls and, and she just, just wanted to have a rape fest. Him licked like just all day and all night. Maybe just fuck fest. Maybe it was a because women's prison is that is twenty four seven. That's what I'm saying. Maybe fuck she fest. maybe she just wanted a rape fest for a few hours, maybe or years you or whatever know. she's gonna get. Maybe or that's five part of the to twenty. Plan. Who knows? It wouldn't surprise me. Stranger things have happened. It wouldn't surprise me. All right, Largo police pulled over a gentleman, Eugene Carl Coltman. He was speeding, driving on suspended, and had been previously charged numerous times with uh, DUIs and, and driving under suspendeds. And then the officers noticed a, quote, small monkey in his truck and released the primate to his friend. Hey, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Have you a small? Wait, this hasn't ever happened to you. Like monkey. Ha- you've never like. like have you ever monkey, caught? Damn it! All I'm asking is, have you ever caught someone masturbating in their car, like while you're driving down the road? <laughs> never once. I've <laughs> never once <laughs> been caught either. <laughs> so, Moving on, Foxborough, so, Massachusetts. Cops arrested a gentleman there who say he was so desperate for a sugar fix. How desperate was he? He was so desperate for a sugar fix, he smashed the glass front door, left a $5 bill on the counter, said, Peace! With a handful of candy bars. Candy bars! (laughs) (laughs) Fox Bro police responded to the burglar alarm about 2.20 a.m. Found the front door just completely busted in. What Uh, was the $5 bill for? He was diabetic. To pay for the candy. Or, or the window. Tip, or to tip the guy who's building the window. He's got to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the I need more twosomes. <laughs> Fuck. These things are so good. If you guys want to send me something just for doing a good job on podcasting, because I'm a good podcaster, uh, thejamhole.com slash P.O. Box. You can just send me uh, Jolly Rancher awesome twosomes. I cannot stop eating those. I think I have a what are problem. They? Only the best thing you'll ever put in your mouth. <laughs> That's a pretty bold statement. It's a pretty tall order. Yeah. Gentlemen. I, I do like nipples and clitor eye. These are so good. So good. One? No, I wish. Fuck. I'm Jones and thinking about it. Here he is. Fuck. You are kind of getting the sweats right now thinking it's about hot it. In here, man. <laughs> so slightly warm. They're called twosomes. Awesome twosomes. Jolly awesome I'm just twosomes. saying, like, I'm not getting paid to say that. I wish I was. I'm not. I'm not he that just good. wants some. I'm, I guess I'm not that good at podcasting, but um, they are so fucking delish. I just saying. And that was the third jam hole candy junkie review. You're welcome. We've turned people on to Reese's Puff cereal. I believe MDS tried those because of us. We're trendsetters here. And when I say we, I mean me and the cat. Probably plotting how to oh, destroy wait, what kind your of cereal? life. Reese's oh, puff? that cat it almost fucking. You're a got male. Some. She does not. <laughs> <laughs> Easy on the micro. 
as I can't sit still here. Anyway, <laughs> all right, last story before we wrap this up. Mother of the week, perhaps. Perhaps not. Jersey, of course. Jersey. It's a Jersey thing. She's probably going to jail for child endangerment uh, because she let her five-year-old into the tanning booth. Hey, get over here, you fucking jerk-off. You jerk-off. She's 44. She's extremely tan. Uh, she pled not guilty, of course. Jersey is among several states that have adopted regulations prohibiting anyone under the age of 14 from using UV devices because, you know, the risk of looking like a douchebag. Oh, and getting skin cancer. Under the age of 14. I blame Jersey Shore. Just saying. Just saying. Cretensils. Crensils? Crensils? I don't know. Uh, her chocolate brown hue testifies to countless hours spent under the intense ultraviolet light of a tanning bed or out in the sun soaking up rays and cancer. But she denied bringing her fair-skinned daughter into the tanning booth of a salon that she frequents. Quote, I would not permit it. Except that I did. You know. <laughs> so, so she denies it in court, but did. Yeah. Who knows? The owner of Say Tropics Tanning said his staff did not see her get into the stand-up booth with her daughter when she came in for the session. Uh, of course not, the owner said... He says, my workers wouldn't let a child go into tanning room. She was outside with her father, who was telling her how the fourth would be with her eventually. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if she went into the tanning room, I think she would have disintegrated. She's just a little girl. Disintegrated? Disintegrated. Wow. Yeah. The owner said police never came in to speak with his workers about the incident. Is this, like, even a story? Like, she didn't see, he wasn't there, and the cops never came. So, thanks. Yeah, how does this even make the I, news? I don't know. I gotta fire that intern. I'll tell you what. That's, uh, I didn't even have anything to say about it. Yeah, kind of a dumb story. I was just kind of like, okay. You're fired! Cat. Kitty. Kitty is the worst intern ever. All right, well, uh, anything else before we wrap this up? Got a few good stories saved. Didn't over Didn't you want to talk about something? Monday, like um, no, a no, a no. Thought about incident? it. No, can't. No, not yet. Because of work. No. Thank you though, and thank you for hosting with me. So, <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me here. <laughs> um. Oh, oh yeah. There thanks was... for the glass of water. The hospitality here, as always, is superb. I'll see you Saturday for the <laughs> hot box, you fuck. Yeah, awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the new site design. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, email info at thegemmel.com. Leave a message, 406-204-4687. You can subscribe to the live show on Justin TV, and that will subscribe you to the hot box, the Buffer Overflow Show, the Jam Hole, and coming soon, the newest live show added to my network your brand attack of the androids and ant from yet another tech show and i are starting another show <laughs> called the hard drive it's going to be a, a commute kind of techie podcast like yeah. this is such a hard drive but then the anyway yeah, no, and I, I, i'm I trying to the, keep i got it you like thank that? you okay. yeah trying no, to keep yeah. i forget you're a little than the rest of my co-hosts Anyway, no, I understand. I'm trying to to keep the set the slight sexual innuendo with the names of my shows: Jam Hole in the Hot Box and and the Hard Drive. And 
I don't know. There's a sexual innuendo to the hot bot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just Ian, picturing you're a my small s- vehicle with the windows rolled up and f- five people in there smoking <laughs> pot, you know, like clam baking, hot boxing a car. I never thought about a hot. Okay. Yeah. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You can text me. Personally, myself, if you want, 406-848-1739. And please do us a favor. Write us a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. When I say we, I mean me and my cap. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace. You are listening to The Jam Hall. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hall.com.